0: Hello and welcome to Horror Court Trash ever the show that discusses all the masterpieces and trash the pieces of genre cinema. I'm Gary. And I'm Chris. And first of all, before we go any further, <sighs> I need to, uh, to apologise for something for last week. So last week's episode, we were a little bit all over the place. We just started in the new year. It was different to our usual format. I'm not going to make excuses all for us, but I kind of am at the same time. I said that Donald Glover was in Saw. No, it was Danny Glover. I don't know what I was thinking, and I apologise to any of our loyal listeners. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know why you'd say that. I don't know why you agree to me. I yeah, disagree with you. <laughs> I love both Danny and Donald. So I mean, it was definitely it, Danny Glover. It was Glover definitely Danny Glover and Saul. and Saul. Donald Glover would have been very young at that point. Um, I may have just got that wrong as well. and fucked up even further. But yes, so that's my apology out of the way. Um, now, we, uh, we have a cool classic to talk about today. Yeah. We uh, announced this film earlier on Facebook, and uh, it was received with such high praise.
1: Some people liked it. I, I yeah. really...
0: I, I don't know. I nostalgia? mean Nostalgia? I don't even think nostalgia could save this film. Today we're talking about Book of Shadows, Blair Witch 2. Released in 2000 on a $15 million budget and directed by Joe Berlinger, or Berlinger, Berlinger. who uh, actually directed loads of music videos. He did like a Metallica documentary, I think. uh, Lots of TV shows. And his only other feature-length film since this is uh, that Zac Efron Ted Bundy film with a ridiculously long name. Oh. Extremely wicked. Extremely Shockingly vile. vile Something, something. Which we haven't seen. And I didn't know it was from the same director as this. That's, um, yeah, that's a long
1: break in between.
0: Yeah. You must to done some other work. It was all TV shows and music videos. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I I, I know people who love it. My dad really enjoys this film. I, mean, I don't know if he still does, but he did when it first came out. I don't understand how anybody could enjoy this. It's one of those films, like, I, my taste has changed over the years. Even when I first watched it, I thought, oh, this is a little... Uh, Something's not right here. But watching it about today and analysing it for the podcast, I don't understand how anyone could like it. It's it's trash. It is. It, it's a film that doesn't know what it wants to be. No. And I feel that
1: no one person is responsible. Um, knowing now that the director didn't direct another film until last year, you know, that 19-year gap, mm. he must have had... A, a tough time with the studio.
0: Yeah. I'm, there was a lot else. of... Yeah, yeah, wanted
1: something quick. Yeah. Uh, whatever. Just slap the Blair Witch name on it. Release whatever shite. You know, just get it done.
0: Yeah, I mean, a little history behind the, the name and all, you know, the, the Blair Witch project. The first film, if you're not familiar... Uh, I mean, if you're a horror buff, there's a very good chance you will be. But just in case you're not, the first one was a found footage film about a group of students who go missing in the woods. It was released in nineteen ninety nine when the internet was only just really taking off, uh, and it had its own website, making it look like these were real people that had gone missing because the actors were very unknown. Um, you know, they'd been in nothing else, first time actors, and you know, the, it, it was it was marketed as if it was real. And that was a cultural phenomenon because it was something new. You know, it it was. It's not like when Paranormal Activity was released. I mean, that had the same sort of reaction. But then there was found footage films churned out one after the other after that. With the time when the Blair Witch Project was released, you had Cannibal Holocaust in nineteen eighty. You had Ghost Watch in nineteen ninety two. You had Alien abduction uh, and UFO abduction. Uh, nineteen eighty nine and ninety seven. So, Ghost Watch had so much controversy. Cannibal Holocaust had so much controversy. Alien abduction had a little bit of controversy, but it was mainly under the radar. So it wasn't like it was a regular thing with found footage films. Every time one was released, people thought it was real. So I mean, that took off in the same way as the others did. Everyone thought it was real. It was controversial. Um, it was a box office success. And when you get a box office success, you need a sequel. So, studio, uh, the studio that released it, Artson, I believe, is it? Uh, yeah, I, think, I Believe so. Yeah. Um, they, the original directors wanted to do a sequel, but they wanted more time to make it a couple of a good storyline. Studio were like nah, fuck off. We need money. So they were sacked off. Put as executive producers had nothing to do with it, and. Even the director of Book of Shadows, this isn't his final vision. They So much studio interference. They wanted a traditional horror film, no found footage, and they wanted to be a moneymaker. And do you know what? It was. Yeah. It made that money.
1: Yeah. I, I think Blair Witch Project is one of those... Um, ho- particularly with horror films, every few years, there's the one horror film that comes out. It's a milestone. Yes. Yeah, And I think it's that... My mum's heard of. Yeah. That I could say, oh, have you heard of this film? And she's heard of it and she knows what it's about. That household horror film. Yeah. Blair Witch was that one in 1999. Yeah. That was the one everybody was talking about. That was the one that had, you know, hundreds of copycat films come out yeah. afterwards. So it, it's completely insane to me that Book of Shadows doesn't even try and copy the first film. Yeah, yeah. You know, it doesn't even try and copy that. It
0: tries to copy the bloody Scream formula
1: from three years previous. Yes, yeah,
0: this is is still in that era where everything was trying to be Scream. You know, I mean, obviously, you had New Nightmare. It wasn't as successful as Scream. That started the meta phase. Scream just put it out to a wider audience, was more successful... And then you had I Know What You Did Last Summer, you had Urban Legend, you had The Rage, Carry 2, you had all these, me- Bride of Chucky, you had all these meta horror films released after Scream that just jumped on the bandwagon and tried being Scream. Like tried poking fun at the films that came before it and, you know, tried to turn tropes on the head by mocking them. And the thing is, it worked for Scream because Scream was the first one that did it for the entire horror genre. You know, New Nightmare did it for the Nightmare and Elm Street franchise. Scream did it for the whole horror genre. It was completely new. It was groundbreaking. It had a sequel that was fantastic. You know, it did all the right (laughs) things. Just the one. (laughs)
1: Uh,
0: Excuse me. Okay, four was good. Thank you. Um, We did not discuss Scream 3 and the bangs. (laughs) Um, (laughs) You, you, I mean I I, I bangs yeah you and I know what you I'm mean about yeah Courtney, Courtney Cox's, Cox's fringe. Bang, yeah. Um. Anyway, but you know, uh, Blair Witch didn't need that. It was just released. It was just released. Why did you need to have a meta sequel to fit in with that Scream mirror? What I didn't get is that the first film was made
1: aren't so cheap. yeah so minimalistic and was so effective there was not much in it just do the same thing again just literally do the same thing again with another cast of characters and it would have made money i mean yeah of shadows made money quite quite good money but just come on just rehash the first film
0: adam wingard's blair witch that was released in i believe it was 2015 that was the same formula it was the first film it was found footage i know it's very mixed um reception to it i don't think it did very well at the box office but at least you can admit I and mean, you haven't seen it but uh, i mean fans can admit it was found footage it stuck to that formula the storyline was relevant it made sense to have a sequel you know it was heather's brother he went out looking for her after he received new footage finding out that she could be alive it made sense This just doesn't make sense. Like, nothing about this film makes any sort of sense. I mean, you know, it's the same with Grave Encounters. Grave Encounters is a fantastic found footage film. Um, I mean, even you enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, And then Grave Encounters 2 came out, and it did the same thing. It still kept the found footage, but it had the whole... Graven Encounters was released. Do we think it's real? It's a quarter of phenomena. And then it was just shit. It was, you know, it's a good premise. You know, it's it's the premise behind Book of Shadows. is fantastic, but it's the execution. I mean, we'll get into the film shortly, but um, we've got some facts. We have a soundtrack here that contains the likes of Marilyn Manson. Queens of the Stone Age, Elastica, P.O.D., System of a Down, Rob Zombie, Nickelback, and Death in Vegas. Yes. Can you get any more early 2000s in that? <laughs> yeah. Holy shit. A little bit of Limp Biscuit would have just rounded up oh, nicely. Oh, and a bit of Lincoln Park That would have been yeah. perfect. Oh. Um, if it was released, like, three years later, it would have had some evanescence in it as well. Nice. Uh, yes, there was Studio Interference. They reshot a lot of scenes for more traditional horror elements. And the creators of the first one, as I mentioned, they don't want anything to do with it. Uh, They've gone on record saying they dislike this film. Um, The movie actually contains hidden messages and hidden images of words, faces and stick figures. As part of the DVD special feature, The Secret of Ezraver.
1: Yeah, we tried to do that, didn't
0: we? we got a little... Well, I haven't got the patience to sit through the rest of the no, film. No, 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 no. It demands that you watch the, re- the film again, essentially, to find these clues. Yeah. Fuck that. No. no um, right. I mean, maybe if that was at the start of the DVD, then, you know, uh, we would have played along. But to, they put it after the credits. They make you rewind, get your messages, and then you have to go back and watch for these secrets. Fuck, no way. Yeah, Whatever. Um, yeah, books have his success with a cult following. No idea why. Uh, and Kim, the goth girl, is inspired by Kim Diamond from Merciful Fate. Did you know that? No, I didn't know. There we go. So the plot is a group of tourists arrive in Burkersville, Maryland, after seeing Blair Witch Project to explore the mythology and phenomenon, only to come face to face with their own insanity and possibly the witch herself. And the DVD starts... <laughs> I didn't know that's how
1: they
0: described the plan. Yeah. The DVD starts with a title <laughs> card... Insanity. Yes. Um, wow, well, I mean... I felt like I was going fucking insane after watching it. Um, it starts with a title card and Immediately following the feature film, be sure to watch the special segment to unlock the mystery for The Secret of Ezra V.
1: Fabulous. There we go. Yeah.
0: And yeah. then, oh. we get another title card saying the following is a fictionalized reenactment. They tried to make you think this was real. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They tried to make you think this bullshit was real. <laughs> oh, God. Um. Yeah. Apparently it's a true story. <laughs> it's a fictionalized reenactment of events happened after the Blair Witch Project based on public records, local TV broadcasts, Interviews, um, and the names have been changed to protect the identities of those involved. Um, much like the first film, all the characters have the same first names as their actors. And actresses. Yeah. I
1: don't,
0: I don't, I, I don't know why it's a fictionalized reenactment. You don't think that you're actually watching the real thing, so yeah, why the no, fuck's I, the I point? In I, that? I'm
1: not sure why they do that, but
0: anyway. Summer 1999, we see some news reports about the Blair Witch Project and some laughable interviews with the locals of Maryland, Burkittsville.
1: Yeah, so it starts with a series of clips of news programmes and uh, talk shows and that are referencing the Blair Witch Project. And then you have uh, Roger Ebert talking about the film and and all that. So, So we know... Um, it's become a bit of a, you know, cultural icon within Yeah, that We know time. it exists within the film. Yeah, you know, it's... People know it, and... We, so we know that this film knows that the original was a film. Yeah. And not... Um, real. <laughs> yeah. Essentially. essentially. Um, so, yeah, and then you get some interviews with local people I'm assuming these are actors
0: yeah well the first one we get an interview with is one of the main characters Jeff um he's got the worst fucking goatee I've ever seen yeah you know we're a moustache very 2000 but yeah the goatee is fucking terrible um he's got awful fashion sense as well (laughs) <laughs> um, he thinks it's still cool to wear. Well, I mean, it was at the time. It was, it You was. know, I mean, look at it now, though. You yeah, know. this were not filmed last week. No, no. I, yeah, I forgot where in I was for a second. A long
1: T-shirt underneath
0: a... Long T-shirt and a short T-shirt over the top. Yeah. Um, and those shitty baggy jeans or shorts, whatever he was wearing. Baggy shorts. Yeah, but he's, he had
1: some sort of weird
0: leggings. Yeah. Well. Very, very Limp Bizkit fan. New metal. Yeah. You know, Yeah. sort of... Uh, vibe going on with him. He's got his goatee and his shitty Blair Witch Hunt t-shirt and uh, he's got his own store selling merchandise for the Blair Witch and he says he couldn't watch the Blair Witch Project in cinemas because he was in hospital at the time. Lovely. But when he got out he watched it 17 times in the cinema. Yeah. I was a fan of the Blair I am a fan of the first film but fucking hell, 17 times in a row. Calm down, mate. Um, yeah, and then uh, we're getting an interview with Linda. Linda's been selling rocks. Yes,
1: yeah, so the whole idea is that people are so obsessed with the film that they're going to, it's Bakersville, isn't it? Uh, Burkittsville. Burkittsville. Where's Bakersville? I have no idea. Anyway, Burkittsville, or whatever. And they just want, they're buying any old shit <laughs> that's related to the film. So this old lady, she's... Um, Just selling fucking rocks from her back garden, (laughs) saying that they're Blair Witch Rocks.
0: But she didn't want to let go of some of them, because they had too much meaning to her.
1: Yeah, but then all up (laughs) being a $10 a rock. It's all very fucking fascinating, this section.
0: Yeah. Um, Debbie, or Deb, as she likes to be known, is so used to being filmed um, that she goes out, she puts a full face of makeup on every morning when she she goes to take the trash out. She refuses
1: to leave the house without full
0: slap. And a fancy
1: nightgown, and fancy
0: nightgown. <laughs> so, so Deb, I don't think anyone's going to see you, hun. But you carry on slaying that game. You carry on going, having your fancy nightgown and makeup. Um, but yeah, Jeff. He says people go up to him and they hug him and they say, "I know it's real." And he says, "I know it's real, man. I know." And then we get this fucking jump cut flash sequence to. A, a really jarring cut to Jeff in a mental institution
1: yeah so this is the hospital he must have been at
0: yeah when he couldn't watch the Blair Witch he was getting tube shoved up his nose and uh yeah and what looked like piss yeah poured into poured it poured into his nostrils doctor was having a fag he was smoking he was um Let me get Jeff running around in a straitjacket it's like where the fuck did this come from
1: yeah um I think you can very much tell that the director has a history with music videos. Oh yeah, this is, is like very, one big music video. Yeah. yeah. Um these random flashes to Yeah. see, and that 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 scene in the hospital looks straight out of a, you know, fucking tall music video or a it's nine inch nails. Very badly edited. Video. Very uh, very badly you, edited. Yeah. But within the context of the film these are very jarring and, and yeah. just kind of confusing confusing yeah. rather than i don't know if they're trying to give snippets of the plot or the main themes of the film mm-hmm. um but they're just i don't know it's really confusing
0: whatever well, told it's autumn 1999 and speaking of a music video we get Disposable Teens by Marilyn Manson playing <laughs> yes. over the title card. <laughs> over the Wilkes B- Chalice B- 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 Blair, which two title card. And then it flashes, it, it's, it's showing you um, an overhead shot of the woods, but it flashes in between what we later see as a tour group being murdered. And it's just these random gory yeah I
1: mean,
0: kills and it, it seemed in so much that yeah you, you it can't just looks see like, who it is yeah, or really what's going on it's like people being tied up bits of flesh going here yeah, there and everywhere just, and it's like at, at that point there's more gore in that than the, in that short sequence than it was in the entire of the first film yeah
1: because yeah. you didn't
0: need it in the first film no 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 there's
1: the, the, yeah. Yeah, no, I agree.
0: <laughs> yeah, and then we get <laughs> essentially uh, their spin on the Scooby Van, the uh, Mystery Inc. Mystery Machine. What, what did they call it, Scooby-Doo?
1: Mystery Machine. Mystery
0: Machine. Yeah, Mystery Machine. Ugh, Mystery Machine. Um, but it's called the Blair Witch Hunt Van. Yeah. Camouflaged. And we get Stephen, Tristan, who's his girlfriend, Erica, who we find out is a real witch, and You're not allowed to forget that she's a real witch, because they remind you about (laughs) it every five minutes. Every
1: fucking five minutes.
0: Um, And Jeff is driving it. He's uh, leading the tour.
1: I got really confused, um, because the way they're interacting with each other is as if they've been friends for years. Yeah, it's a fucking tour group. But what it turns out is that Jeff is a tour guide, and these people have come from all over the country... To go on this Blair Witch tour. Yeah. But the way they interact with each other, the way they talk with each other, it's as if they've been friends for a long time. And so I, I thought they were a group of friends.
0: Nope. No. No, no. Nope, just a bunch of strangers. Yeah. Uh, they go to the Burkittsville Union Cemetery, which is from the first film. Um, and we get a very dated bit of dialogue. Uh... They are going to meet up with a girl called Kim, uh, a really gothic girl called Kim, who looks like Amy Lee from Evanescence, and uh,
1: it's just like every stereotypical gothic person. Yeah, pretty much. Film. Pretty much. And she um, reminds me, uh, speaking of urban legends, mm. um, Danielle Harris? Right? Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. She she just looks, looks like her without. Oh any yeah! Pencils. Any any goth character in a film looks like this. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um. So. They uh, but this event after the craft, yes, yeah, five
1: years after the craft.
0: Do you think maybe it was also trying to be the craft a bit as well with the way the characters are? Um, or is it just that entire 90s? I think it's vibe just that late 90s over.
1: vibe. I think so,
0: yeah, because I mean, that is... obviously that's witches, and yeah, this I mean, film plays sure. so heavily on did witches very well.
1: hmm. You didn't but, um, get many copies of The Craft, did you? I mean, copycat films? No. The Craft came out a year before Screams. No, but it,
0: I think it fell amongst that era. of Again, um, it was amongst yeah, that same sort of film yeah, that as, pushed towards teen yeah. horror. Yeah. Same sort of teen horror where you got 30 year olds playing teenagers, poking fun at other things. um But I mean, obviously The Craft did it very well, The Craft's a very good film. Uh, but yeah, we get to the cemetery and they say to, uh, they, one of them says to Jeff, when's the last time you spoke to Kim? And he says email a few days ago. Oh, the days when people used to communicate through email. <laughs> Jesus. Um, so yes, Kim, a stereotypical goth type, is sitting on the gravestone for a real Blair Witch victim uh, and she's having a cigarette. Yeah. And she says uh, she, got, she can't find the energy to get up.
1: Yeah, essentially, she's like, "Oh, she needs an amphetamine or something, don't she? I need
0: the energy, I'm like all oh, the energy from the grave. Like, no, to move can't be asked. <clears throat> essentially, okay. that's it. yeah. And then we find out that they're all virgins on the bus because it's Jeff's first tour, but he's tricked him into thinking that he's done many tours there before.
1: Yeah, yeah. Essentially, and they they say, "Is this where the man heard voices to kill?" Like, yeah, seven kids. And then Kim's like, I hear voices too. <laughs> <laughs> and then we get a quick cut to uh, a kid getting smacked in the head. Especially. Oh yeah, oh yeah.
0: Kim's a psychic, yeah. by the way. Yeah, so... Uh, Another thing we're reminded of every five minutes. Yeah, she's she can see things. Yeah. They go to, uh, I believe it's a shop from the first film, but they've like crammed the entire uh, Twin Peaks extras into one shop. It's just full of weirdos. Well, she's... Kim's psychic, and she knows the blonde girl is pregnant. That's after this. Is it? Yeah, they're going to the shop, and everyone's just standing around. They they all look like, you know, they belong in Twin Peaks. They're, they're all just, or, you know, any sort of weird small town film, or TV show. They're all just stood around staring at them. Okay. Do you not remember this? Um... The guy's lying on the floor still underneath the fridge.
1: Oh, yes, yes, yeah. They're grabbing beer or something.
0: Yeah, they're just getting supplies, but... Yeah, we get to see that shop a little later. Um, Kim, we find out, doesn't believe in the Blair Witch. She only wants to go along. She thought the movie was cool. So, yes. Oh, ha-ha! <laughs> to that little meta comment from Kim.
1: Yeah.
0: And yeah. then, this is your favourite scene.
1: So this is where she tells us that probably, Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I I find it really hard to keep track of this film. Um, So yeah, Kim tells Tristan that she knows she's pregnant. (laughs) (laughs) So how how far gone are you? (laughs) Asking how far gone she is, and then asks some really inappropriate questions about. Does she want to get rid of it? She knows she wants to get rid of it, but then her boyfriend (laughs) Stephen, I know I know he wants to keep it. Yeah, which is really inappropriate. It is. I seriously thought they were friends. Yeah. I thought they had been friends for years. This is a woman you've just met. Yeah, I know your psychic abilities are telling you that she's knocked up <laughs> but don't be asking questions about when she's gonna get rid of it. That's
0: very rude. I've seen this film about five times and every time I've watched it I've always hoped that on that scene she just turns around and says, Well, I'm not fucking pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so she gives random psychic reading about pregnancy. And then they go to the ruins where they found Heather's footage in the first <coughs> film. And we get some dialogue about witches, because we get that quite a lot. Yeah, uh, there's some
1: symbols on a wall, aren't there? Yeah. And the witch- witchy-poo tells us that uh, they're actually positive And that the uh, witches, in general, are quite positive.
0: Yeah, we get a lot of... Um, which
1: is lives matter? Yeah, which is which is a misunderstood. This is the start of that. It's
0: just that fear breeds failure. Yes, and then they get a bit scared of a tree. The mm-hmm. tree, uh has appeared in the ruins.
1: Yeah, there's a massive random tree in the ruins. Um, they do they think that he set it up? Like actually, I, they I,
0: think I, that he put the tree there. To um, set it up, here yeah, to scare them. Like, ha <laughs> can't get us with that one. Moving trees here. So, well, I mean, that would be a lot of effort. It would be a lot of effort for, a, a, prank, of effort for a, a cheap scare. Get some more weird flashbacks. Or should we say, flash forwards. Yeah. Yeah, random,
1: badly lit death scenes, I don't know yeah I don't know I I really got no they they tend to use the same ones over and over over
0: again over and over again yeah so then (laughs) Erica starts doing some of her witch stuff to communicate with the Blair Witch and that's when she starts saying that uh, Ellie the Blair Witch was a good witch and she will be her mentor How the fuck up (laughs) The story in the first film is that this bitch murdered a bunch of children and then she got hunted down for it. You know, I mean, technically, as far as we know, she killed the three students in the first film. How the fuck is she a good witch? Yeah. Is that what good witches do? This is meant to...
1: We're all meant to think that Erica's um, crazy and that she's a witch and that she's eventually going to be the person that causes all... Everything to happen. Yeah. Um, I, that's what I'm getting from this is that she she's batshit crazy and it's gonna blow up in everybody's faces, or this Erica is the Blair Witch come back,
0: in nubile teen form. Pretty much. And uh, also, we have got to mention, Erica has about a thousand different pieces of uh, pagan jewellery and witch y- symbolism yeah, that she's wearing. Yeah, she's, Just in case she forgets she's a witch.
1: Yeah, she's a Wiccan. She's constantly going on about being Wiccan. God, yeah. Which I mean, do you I know be, what?
0: She might be a fucking vegan. We should, we should probably say here, this is not, you know, if, if anyone is into this sort of lifestyle, this isn't, you know, as mocking that sort of thing. No, but, no. You know, this film does remind you every five seconds. This is what we're trying to say. We don't need to know she's a witch. We know already. But it, it reminds you constantly. And if anything, this is probably a bad representation of people like that.
1: I, I do think so. I think it's very sort of... I think we're meant to think she's a
0: little loony. Well, apparently witches still have to eat shit and die like all of, of, of like of... Like the rest of you. Oh, okay, yeah, like the rest of you. Yeah, the whole
1: idea was that why didn't the Blair Witch just use her magical powers to save herself? Yeah. And Erica's thought, like, well, it doesn't work that way. And we all need to eat, cheat and eat, eat die, sheet right? and die. Eat sheet and die? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I found this confusing. It was very muddled. Um, a lot of the dialogue didn't really make any sense. But then she asks permission to take a leaf from the ground.
0: Oh, that's one of my favourite scenes. So setting up the tents and the cameras, and she leans down to this leaf, and she's like, may I have permission to take this leaf? Thank you. And then takes it. And it's Wait, one of my favourite scenes in the whole film.
1: Yeah, so her idea is, is that, as a Wiccan, she do, she's not casting spells over a cauldron. She doesn't believe in religion, essentially. She believes in nature. And her Wiccan lifestyle comes from the power of nature. So she's there asking for permission to pick up a leaf. And then she's lighting a cigarette for Kim the next second. And we all know where that cigarette's going to go. On the fucking ground. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's true. And like... <laughs> we'll wait till we get to that part just remember that she's asked permission to take a leaf from the ground
0: we then get an extensive campfire scene which might as well have called itself you know Scream the Blair Witch story because it is like something you'd seen Scream they're just there constantly making meta jokes poking fun at the first film and it goes on for so fucking long they make a joke about Heather Donahue they uh Ask why Heather, Josh, and the other guy was his name from the first film. No idea. Oh, that's going to bug me. Can you have a look? Heather, Josh, and... Is it Adam? It's something like that. Um, But yeah, they... uh... Fuck, what was his name? This is really bugging me. I remember the other two. Cause she screams, "Josh." Heather, Michael, Mike, Mike. That Mike. was it. Yeah. So yeah, so like, why didn't Heather, Mike, and Josh have sex? It's like, really? That's you're out there in the Blair Witch Woods, and you know you're investigating into what happened, after, and You know you're there for the tourism of the first film, and your question is why didn't they have a threesome?
1: Well, I assume that she probably was gonna get with one of them.
0: I didn't even think that. I didn't think I that was thought, any sort I of... thought at
1: least one of them was a boyfriend. Really? Yeah, but then she was fucking annoying in that film, <laughs> and I realised why. Yeah. But yeah, that She was a really annoying character. She wasn't She wasn't likeable, Heather, I don't feel. No.
0: And she wasn't meant to be. No, she didn't um, feel like... So I'm not surprised Minachis. neither
1: of them shagged her.
0: They start doing drugs, and then they start talking about the Bermuda Triangle. Um and they talk about representation for witches and goths and how to get bad rep, and Jeff offers to make a documentary for Kim called Goth: A Way of Life, a documentary about you, and but then he said he would
1: make one of Erica as well. Yeah. Called Witch: A Way of Life or Wiccan <laughs> or Wicca. Um, a way of life. A way of life. So that's. This is again. Um, them acting as if they've been friends for years, yeah. You know, this is people. Um, they did they seem surprised that the girl was a goth when they met her at the gravestone? No, no, so I don't know what interactions they'd had. No, they said this. they said,
0: and then they went on the way to the gravestone, they said, um, to the graveyard, they said, Oh, she's a goth. Okay, they, they, they did acknowledge that, but they're,
1: so. again, they're acting as if they're all been friends for years and they're. They're drinking and smoking pot together, and I'm like, "Well,
0: yeah, this know, is a fucking tour guide. Strangers. Why is he giving them drugs? Like it's the tour guys, yeah. Um, Unless that's part of the tour, he says, <laughs> free beer and weed. Well, they soon, um, they soon come across some other people. They hear some screaming, and another tour group turn up called the Blair Witch Walk. Yes. <laughs> Like Shaun of the Dead. Yeah, it's like that sequence of Shaun of the Dead when everyone's the same as the other person. Um, they have a really badly acted argument. I mean, it's fucking cringy to watch. I, I think that's one thing we haven't mentioned. The acting in this film is abysmal. Yeah, it is particularly biased. from Jeff and Stephen. Yeah. They are the worst. They are bad. This the Blair Witch Walk. None of them can act. This was fucking embarrassing. They turn up and like, well, "This is where we wanted to be," and one of them was like. Oh, the answer to all your wet dreams is here. I was like, have you fucking seen yourself? Yeah. Um,
1: and See, I was talking to a woman when he said it. Yeah. And, uh, I'm not going to get into wet dreams, sorry.
0: Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, the Blair Witch Walk, they're fuming. They're in their spot, apparently. And then um the Blair Witch Hunt. Oh, yeah, they're like, what are you called? The Blair Witch Walk. And then they're like, what are you called? And just like the Blair Witch Hunt, I was like, "Why the fuck are you shouting Hunt for?" <laughs> it sounded like you said the Blair Witch Cunt. It did actually sound like. Kind of it nice. would have been more accurate. Yeah. Um, so they say to them, "Oh, we did pass Coffin Rock earlier, and oh, it was wow scary, were not it?" And they're like, "Oh yeah, I was shitting myself there." And they're like, oh, "Okay, we'll uh, we'll just go and investigate there." And so they go off and uh, go to investigate somewhere else. I think they've tricked them. And then, back on with the partying. We had more partying, more drinking, more smoking, and more stupid fucking discussions. But this time, we get a montage of all of this with an absolute banger. Feel Good Hit of the Summer by Queens of the Stone Age.
1: Yeah, all about drugs, isn't
0: it? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah. very self-descriptive. <laughs> <of the> <laughs> Again, very music video. This could have been a music video for that song. Yeah. And it would have fit perfectly.
1: It's It's very obvious, sort of. Um, track choices. Yeah,
0: a very extensive scene of Kim just staring at an owl. Yeah, that was. Always one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So
1: the uh Kim has a premonition of the campsite murders, and uh, has a staring contest with an owl. Yeah. Whilst this all goes on, so this is again the same footage we'd seen previously. yeah, the it? same, same, yeah, flash same flash forward. Same flash forward. And this is Kim having a psychic premonition or whatever.
0: So the partying sequence finally fucking ends. And we get a dream sequence of Tristan um, giving herself an abortion. No.
1: She's going into the... So it's a dream sequence. And she's going into the river. And she's got like a, a towel or some sort of toweling in her hands. And she gets into the river fully dressed. The toweling goes under. Blood starts coming from it. And then you see a baby's arm. A yeah, baby pops up. A fake babies, uh, babies, baby's <laughs> arm uh, pop up. And it's like, ow. And
0: that's it. It's well, a that's, dream. That's grim. And that's the point where if you play along with their uh, hidden message thing, you have to watch the film from this point again. And that's barely even half an hour in. Yeah. So fuck that for a game. And uh, everyone else wakes up to shredded paper. And the cameras have been stolen. Everything's been trashed. And it's this is the highlight of the acting in the film. It's shredded paper, but it, it's
1: falling from the sky like snow. At yeah. first, I thought it was really cheap snow effects. I thought like, that's awful. That just looks like fucking paper.
0: Yeah. When we find out what happened with this, it makes even less sense as to why it would still be falling. Yeah. In the morning. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It, it's falling like snow. This
0: film lacks so much consistency. It's unbelievable. I think if we looked a little more into the autumn and summer things at the start of the film, that probably wouldn't have made sense either. No. No. It, you know, none of this makes any fucking sense. And why is Erica not fuming? They've left their
1: rubbish everywhere. Yeah. And this fucking paper mm-hmm. is flying yeah. from the sky. You know, she's someone who's just asked permission to take a leave. To, to take yeah. a leaf. Well, she can care less. Why is she not absolutely feeling? There's bottles and shit everywhere.
0: Yep. Yeah. Um, Stephen says, This must have happened when we were asleep. And Jeff says, Asleep? No, we must have blacked out. And what's the difference? You were fucking, you weren't awake either way. Yeah. Then he calls everyone a very 2000 insult, dickweeds. Dickweeds. Remember when that was a thing? Yeah. <laughs> Fucking hell, is he auditioning for Dude, Where's My Car? <laughs> so, we find out through our resident psychic Kim, uh, Reminded she's psychic. tapes are hidden in the same place as the original tapes from the first film. And they go and find them, she was right, uh, and then Jeff starts yelling at everyone, and Tristan has a miscarriage. Yeah. This is fucking bizarre. This next five minutes of events are fucking bizarre bizarre it's... so they're all stressed
1: out um, it's Steve and Tristan's Stephen and Tristan's work yeah. that's flying through the air so the paper is their work that they've collected over how long and suddenly you know Tristan's not feeling too good and we get her bleeding from you know between her legs and we see it through her clothing, which is, you know, a very
0: grim, very graphic, very bold move. To yeah, man, I guess. It, it, but it, it, the idea of it is very grim. Not really something you, you want to see in a horror blockbuster.
1: You don't get it, you know, you wouldn't get something like that much in these sort of films. Mm. And it, it just feels really weird and out yeah. of place. It really does. And it it doesn't. I don't feel like it serves anything to the film
0: or to the plot. And it doesn't deal with it in a nice way either. It's very ham-fisted and not very realistic. I mean, you know, I think, sadly, most people know someone who's had a miscarriage. And, you know, imagine if you had just had a miscarriage and you're watching this film. The way it deals with it, it's not... Great. It, There's little... no thought put into it. There's no thought no, put into it whatsoever. It's a little
1: blasé, yeah. I, I feel. And it's not a, a major plot point.
0: No, it didn't need to happen.
1: It's not serving, you know, any sort of purpose. Because we, we don't really get to know these characters no. enough. no. To, to you know to care really and yeah. I don't know that I know that's the sad reality to say it
0: the sad reality is there's not enough character development to care well, we about these characters. We don't know Tristan. And we don't know Tristan enough. Yeah.
1: for this to really have that that much of an effect on us caring
0: about her. You look at pregnancy in horror films. I mean, you look at Dawn of the Dead, right? You look at our main character in that. We give a shit at how she feels about her pregnancy because we've been with her the entire film. That's a long film. It's like two, two and a half hours, depending on which version you watch. and we like her. Yeah. You look at Black Christmas, that's a major plot point that one of the characters wants to have an abortion. You know, any film that deals with pregnancy normally, you're there with them for, you know, for the long run. Uh, Victor Crowley, the fourth Hatchet film. In that, you know, one of the characters you find out is pregnant, you know, she's not a major character, but when she gets killed, it's like, oh, shit, they've just killed a pregnant character. You feel something there. Mm. This, it, all you feel is awkward because it's quite grim. It's, yeah. it's really out of place, really in your face, and it's just not very nice. It's really mean spirited. That's the word. It's very mean spirited. It does.
1: It does feel mean spirited. It because it feels uh, sensationalist for yeah. No reason. No reason whatsoever. Because the film is light. Every in over senses. Yeah. You know I don't know if they're going for uh, light entertainment but it fucking feels like it because it's
0: not well this is the thing it's a laughable film it's a so bad it's good film but then when you're watching with a group of friends a so bad it's good film and a character has a really graphic miscarriage that's swept under the rug seconds after it kind of ruins the fun a bit yeah yeah. You know, and that's whether you're taking it seriously or not taking it seriously. It's still the same point. Yeah.
1: It's...
0: And the, the reason to why we're, we're ranting about it is because within the next few minutes, she's taken to hospital. Uh, Jeff is blamed for it by the police. Apparently he's been a, a pain in the town's ass since he was 10 years old. Um, by a cop who is the worst fucking actor in the film.
1: He is the he worst, is actually. so the... bad. Well, the, the idea is that... I so said this. The film tries to... Um, it gives you a lot of sort of red herrings. Red herrings yeah, It tries to give you a lot of twists. So a lot of these flash forwards have referred to blood in Jeff's yeah. van. And he's in an interrogation room and there's blood. No, know, like, well, whose blood is this? And It's an awful yeah. actor. Absolutely abysmal actor, this sheriff. Um, but he's asking who the blood is. So then, obviously, this miscarriage happens... And we're Ooh. led to believe that the blood is Tristan's yeah. in the van. Okay, oh, that's solved, you know, in yeah. our head. That's a piece of the puzzle.
0: And then Erica's sat on the floor doing tarot cards to herself. Yeah. Whilst Tristan's in hospital, who's just had a miscarriage. Mm-hmm. Um, she's doing her tarot cards. Then Tristan sees the funniest ghost girl I have ever seen. And I have watched some trash. This is Fucking hilarious. And I didn't realise how funny it was until this time I watched it because this is unbelievable. I don't know if it's because, you know, I've seen a lot since, but we, this girl is in the most stereotypical ghost girl outfit yeah. like from the Victorian times and she's walking backwards with her head to her side and it looks so funny. She's doing
1: the fucking Carlton dance. She, <laughs> it's,
0: it's just embarrassing. It's embarrassing. It, it really, I don't know where this uh, budget went. <laughs> 15 million. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she sees the ghost just girl. It looked so
1: cheap <laughs> and silly. It looked really silly.
0: Yeah. Well, after she sees this, she's like, nah, I don't want to stay in hospital. Like, you just had a fucking miscarriage. Nah, I don't want to stay here. Uh, let's carry on what we were doing. Well, That's she, why we're angry.
1: She thinks that seeing the girl means that she needs to go back to the woods or go back to the investigation but nobody questions this yeah
0: no one stops her
1: the nurse says you've lost a lot of blood yeah and nobody nobody turns around and says do you know what bitch no you're staying in the hospital
0: the next time we see her Jeff takes them to where he lives he lives in an abandoned factory which is fucking stupid and Tristan can hardly fucking walk yeah they're having to support her so yeah, we get taken to Jeff's house and uh, when he opens his door, we get dogs barking. Apparently to IMDb, this is a reference to The Omen. I don't think they really thought that much into it. Um, the His factory... Really? Yeah, appara- apparently it's a reference to The Omen. And the tape but, um, going backwards shit is a reference to The Exorcist. I don't think so. I think ah, they rushed it out. Yeah. And just threw any old shit in. Um... He has a factory full of stolen goods where he lives. We get an eBay reference. Apparently, he's an eBay seller. Do you think this is around the time when people were selling their organs on eBay? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, He shows everyone his Blair Witch store, and he gives Tristan a hat, a Blair Witch Hunt hat. And she says, I feel much better. And she's smiling and putting on the hat, even though she's just had a fucking miscarriage. But it's so weird, because
1: I feel like that wasn't... I don't feel like she was being sarky. She was being serious. I genuinely feel like she thought that that hat made her feel better.
0: Yeah. A fucking Blair Witch Hunt hat made her feel better about losing a fucking baby. And the whole idea is that she she didn't want the baby. Okay. I'm sure there's procedures as well that you had to go through when this happens. Like, they have to do some sort of... To avoid being grim on what essentially is a fun well, podcast.
1: Yeah, I, think, I think it was post that. She, she'd lost a lot of blood. Right. Um, but, I mean, I, wow, I don't know. I don't know how it works. Let's not
0: get into that. Yeah, we, we like to we, make people laugh on here. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, um, you know, if you're curious about it, I'm sure you can Google it. Um, but yeah, so she feels much better now. And we that's pretty much it. We hear about it once or twice after, but we forget about it. Um, Erica, Jeff and Kim are watching the footage from the tapes uh, that they found. Uh, The tree's disappeared. The tree that he put there for a prank. uh, A pentagram flashes on the screen and everyone starts getting marks on them. The first one's on Kim. She gets a red mark on her shoulder. So, Stephen also sees the shitty ghost girl again. Yeah, we get to see her again. Oh, yeah. Uh, And apparently, Tristan has a dream of some kids looking up her skirt.
1: I didn't really go anywhere
0: either. No. From this point onwards, whenever Tristan shows up, she just says random shit. Like, it, it's, sometimes it's not even anything to do with the scene she's in. She yeah, just she starts just speaking
1: shit. Yeah, she just talks a lot of shit. And there's a lot of flashes to the interrogation room. Oh yeah, this is there. when
0: he tells her to take some pills and we get a flash forward to him in the interrogation room uh, crying and, you know, saying he wasn't responsible for whatever happened. It was just an accident. It was just an accident. So then we... we Also had a
1: flash to the interrogation room where the sheriff bets his pension on the fact that the blood (laughs) is of the tourists. And I I thought that would be resolved. I thought that was Tristan's Uh blood. Yeah. Um, But, you know. I mean, it's an easy bet because,
0: I mean, we already knew it was Tristan's blood. a red herring. (sighs) Yeah. So then they're watching the footage still in the other room. And there's a naked woman dancing around a tree. This flashes forward to Erica getting on with Stephen. Rather saucy scene. She starts wanking him off. And then uh, they stand up. And uh, she scratches him. Like she's Freddy Krueger.
1: Yes, yeah. Yeah. See, if there's any reference, that's a reference to Freddy Krueger. Yeah. The the scratches down the the, um, torso. Yeah. And then he wakes up. It's some
0: sort of dream or a vision. They weren't really asleep, so yeah, it was some sort of vision that they both had at the same time. Yeah, and they
1: just sort of look at each other awkwardly.
0: So we go to have a look what's going on with the cameras and find out that um the naked girl going around the trees, Erica.
1: Yeah, and how did they figure that out? Is this the backwards bit? Yeah,
0: when they yeah. start, they start rewinding the tapes backward. And no, because Tristan comes. Is it? Tristan? Oh no! So no, this ain't that bit. Then this is just no. a flash on the camera. No pun intended. Um, I remember when this was first released and everybody, like... I mean, I was in primary school at the time and the big buzz going around was, oh, there's a naked woman in Book of Shadows, Blair Witch 2, and seriously, this is it? This is the big... Yeah. Even my parents were like, oh, oh, yeah, this one's ready. Oh, yeah, you get this naked witch. Really? This is really underwhelming. I mean, we've watched... (laughs) We've watched some shit. Like... (laughs) Yeah. This doesn't seem like a lot for... I mean, we live in the UK, it's, it's weird here. You know, get excited over small things.
1: Well, I was going to say, she's not even naked, she, No, she's not even
0: naked, she, she just gets her tits out. Hot. Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure there's other films with nudity. Was there a lack of nudity in films at that time? And then she does the weird thing where the long hair covers the boobs. Yeah! So whenever she's <laughs>
1: topless for the rest of it, it's that whole Lady Godiva thing. Yeah. A
0: little cough reference there. <laughs> yeah, Americans, what the fuck are they talking about? Oh, well, no, they'll know Lady Godiva. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um... Erica starts doing a ritual. Um, When she realises it's her, she has a proper meltdown.
1: Starts starts doing doing some ritual in in one of the rooms (laughs) or something. Everyone's
0: like, what are you doing? This is crazy. And She starts having witch symbols appear on her. And Kim says, that's probably poison oak or something. Okay, Kim, you're a fucking psychic. You know that's not poison oak. (laughs) Yeah, in fairness, she's had all these fucking
1: visions. Why has she not had... A vision to tell her... She should know everything that's going on. Yeah, She's so what, good. You were telling her what this is. Yeah. And they're all, like, in symbols and everything. It's not just random rashes and shit. It's, it's proper symbols. So and what I was thinking was... This is just acting a bit dense, not yeah. realising it, it's a proper...
0: Well, this is where it contradicts itself, because what I was thinking was... At the start of the film, you've got Erica like, oh, yeah, this means this, this means that, when she sees all the witch symbols at the ruins. Yeah. So why can't she read the ones that's on on everyone's body? Exactly. You know? Exactly. So Kim's had enough. She goes out to the petrol station to get some beers, the same one from earlier in the film with all the locals. And she turns up, and these three guys are fucking lined up. They're just there waiting for her. They have no purpose to be there. And uh, one's like, sweet. The other one's like, yo, Morticia. And then the other one's like, hey, Elvira, I've got something you could suck the blood out of. And she's like, oh, yeah, whip it out then. And it's like, oh. And then they run away. It's like, <laughs> what? okay, why fucking say it if, you know. But yeah, they, they're the most stereotypical douchey 90s, early 2000 guys you'll oh, ever it's see. Oh, this very sort of
1: southern. And spiky hair. Yeah, but very sort of... Um backwards
0: yeah. deliverance style she goes in the shop and another one of my favorite scenes she gets the beer she goes to the counter everyone's treating her like shit in there like you're bringing out which here you are um and she goes to the counter and there's a lady called peggy serving and she goes full karen on peggy she wants to speak to her manager because peggy's like i ain't got a problem with you so like, well why not serve me then it's like I don't even remember what she says. But then she's like, okay, I want to speak to your manager. And uh, Peggy's like, well, I am the manager. And she's like, well, can you tell that stupid fucking bitch at the front counter to serve me? Or something along those lines. It's very entertaining. Um, and uh, they have an argument. And then uh, she storms out, as far as we know. Uh, goes for a drive in the van to go back. Those douchey kids from earlier throw a rock through the back of the van. Because they're annoyed that she told that kid get his dick out. Yeah. yeah. And um, then we see a bunch of kids with terrible makeup on in front of the van. Oh, God, yeah. I, they're meant to be the ghost kids. Are, they, um, are these meant to be the kids that the Blair Witch kills? Yeah, essentially. Okay. I think so. But the makeup on them is fucking terrible. Yeah, it looks very cheap. It's just all black around the eyes, you know. Then who's the dancing ghost? I have no fucking idea. The Blair Witch? What's that? What, from when she was younger? Oh, you're talking about a girl that walks backwards? I don't know who the fuck
1: she's meant to be. Because these... I'm assuming these are the kids that the Blair Witch killed. Yeah. So... Yeah, then who the fuck's the
0: dancing one? I have no idea. Are you on about the one that walks backwards? Oh, do you mean walks backwards? The, the shitty looking one from the hospital. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. no, yeah. no idea who she is. Yeah. I, I don't... I have no idea. Um, but yeah so she sees these kids and she uh drives the van into uh into a tree. Uh she goes back to the house the factory. She finds a knife in a bag with blood on it and then she has a vision of Jeff being well, electrocuted. A nail file. A nail file, sorry. A yeah. nail file with blood on it. And then we see Jeff being electrocuted in another vision. Uh Yeah, so yeah, she has a vision
1: of Jeff Getting electrocuted in his computer chair. Yeah. That doesn't really go anywhere.
0: And then he wakes up and he's like, Coffee Cause that's all he does, he just demands coffee on everyone in Yeah. His.
1: That makes him that's really douchey.
0: Yeah, it's like you're a woman, you've got to get him coffee.
1: Yeah, I find that again, it's it's as if they've been ri- somebody's written the script as if they've been friends for years. Yeah. And it just it just feels really awkward when he's talking to someone he
0: barely knows like that. Yeah. So I don't, I don't get it. So uh, they wake up in the morning and the van's been absolutely trashed to the point I it's mean, laughable. If she's having a vision, so she has premonitions mm. or she knows
1: what's going on. Up to that point, she's been correct yeah. in, in everything that she's said Yeah. due to these premonitions or whatever. Um, we never actually see Jeff get electrocuted in any way. No. That's this, a shame. This is just a random. Unless unless the idea is that um, once it all comes out and they believe that he's a killer.
0: Yeah, maybe. He gets
1: electrocuted. He gets the death sentence. I'm
0: disappointed. I would have liked to have seen a death scene for Jeff.
1: There's not a lot of death scenes in this
0: film. No. Is there any? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there is. Yeah. Two. Essentially, yeah. So, yeah, the van's been trashed. It looks hilarious. Um, There's no way driving into a tree would have done that. Um, The Tristan shows up, starts saying some shit about kids and blood um, out of nowhere. And um, Stephen and Jeff have a hilarious argument. And they start talking about how they got into college. And, uh, Jeff's like, how did you get into college? Oh, was it Steven's Like, how did you get into college? By brushing your teeth. It's like, wow. Sick burn, bro. No, yeah, that was Jeff to Stephen.
1: Oh. I, I really didn't get that. <laughs> By brushing your teeth. By brushing your teeth. I didn't understand
0: that. Um, Sheriff calls up, gives some of his best acting, and tells, uh, Jeff to turn on the TV.
1: Yeah, this is... Now, I, I don't really know how the American, um uh police
0: system works, it, or I could probably guarantee it does not work like so this. So,
1: I, I, for a sheriff to ring somebody <laughs> up and essentially accuse them of murder, tell them to switch on the TV, and the sheriff's on the fucking TV. <laughs> on the TV, screen, waving, waving to waving him <laughs> whilst on the phone. What the
0: fuck is that about? And he's like, "Dustin Bow, Jeffrey. <laughs> yes." So we find out like what <laughs> doesn't make any sense and it's like Jeffrey's like uh, well I'm kind of busy right now like, hang on you got a sheriff ordering yeah. you to do something it's like no not now I'm busy like, I don't get what it. the fuck I don't know
1: how it works in America but you wouldn't you would never get imagine if we
0: got a fucking police officer on the phone <laughs> oh like, turn on TV mate yeah <laughs> hi <Hiya>. yeah <laughs> In the background jumping up a
1: dunk, you see me accusing us of fucking disemboweling five tourists.
0: No, that's not how you say it. Disemboweled Jeffrey! Yeah. <laughs> Why? That might be an episode name. What disemboweled <laughs> Jeffrey? Disemboweled That should be. I about a limp biscuit the movie. Um is uh, we find out the Blair Witch Walk tour group were murdered. Um, An owl gets thrown through the fucking window. Yes. And then Jeff and Steven start getting high, and blaming Erica for everything. How did that all happen? <laughs> yeah,
1: because Erica's disappeared now, hasn't she? Yeah. So she's she's had a meltdown and she's disappeared, and um, they're all blaming her. Uh, which makes sense. I mean, yeah. er- everything in the film's been leading up to the fact that it's her. Uh-huh. She's either the reincarnation of the Blair Witch. Holy oh. shit.
0: Um, some clothes just far down. I know, yeah. Blair Witch is here to get us. Oh, God. Ellie, you're a good witch. We <laughs> understand. <laughs> so the
1: idea was that maybe she's the reincarnation of the Blair Witch. She's out to get them. You know, she's murdered these five tourists for some reason, but then... She's... Because it says earlier in the film, with these rashes, Ellie does... Eric Erica? Erica. What the fuck is her name? Erica. Erica. Erica... Why am I calling it Ellie? That's Eri- the Blair Witch's name. Oh, fuck's sake. <laughs> Erica's saying that the marks are where they've been touched by a witch. Didn't she? Yeah. I've just remembered that. No, that's correct. that's correct. Yeah, it's very confusing, this film. So... The idea is that she's the one going around touching... Them because she's telling everyone she's a witch. She's the one going around touching them. She's the Blair Witch.
0: mm mm-hmm.
1: That's where we're at now. That's what the film's been leading us up to. You know, obviously we're expecting some sort of twist or something. But that's, as far as I know, where we're up to in yeah, this fucking film. pretty much.
0: Okay. But the fast-paced, bizarre series of events don't stop there. Um... Obviously, disemboweled. Jeffrey happens, owl thrown through window. Jeff and Steve are getting high, blaming Erica. We get a flash forward to Kim in prison, being told to take, makeup, take her makeup off. Then Kim starts eating the owl, but it turns out it's actually chicken. Erica's fucking outside all of a sudden <laughs> with her tits out on the bridge. Um... Because there's a bridge leading to the factory. Yeah, and clearly, the the actress said, I ain't going to go full frontal. Yeah, she I'm yeah. going to get my boobs out, but you ain't going to go full frontal.
1: So she's still got her knickers on.
0: She leaves all of her clothes inside, um, but, you know, not her knickers. She keeps those on. So, Stephen goes out, because, you know, obviously, the sight of uh, Erica with her hair covering her boobs gets him going. <laughs> he goes out to get some, and the bridge breaks on him. And, uh... We see Tristan look down and refuse to help him. Jeff and Kim help him up. And then it fades to black into a new scene. It's like, okay.
1: Yeah.
0: We're going to have an aftermath. You know, it's... Oh, but then, I mean... You know, because this film hasn't had enough jarring cuts. Fades to black. And then we cut Tristan running around on the bed like a fucking idiot. Yeah. Yeah. She is literally just running around... And she's just saying... More random sh- shit. Yeah. Say about bastards hanging the Blair Witch and... All of those sorts of shit. And yeah, it just doesn't... It's just weird. Yeah, it just doesn't make any sense. Um, Kim finds files on all of them. Of the whole group. In Jeff's drawer. Uh, we see police with those exact files. Talking with Stephen in a flash forward.
1: Yeah, again, I don't understand I don't understand what was going on there. Now, if they didn't make them look like they have been friends for
0: years, maybe that would have been effective. Like, yeah. he's got files on all these strangers. But no.
1: Yeah, but I, did, well, I didn't... I didn't get... So, I don't believe that Jeff had them there. No. Because they're police files that we see later are police files. But it didn't explain how it got there or what the point of that was. No. What, what was the point of Kim finding them? There's no point. Yeah. It, it didn't go anywhere. No.
0: So she starts accusing him of shit, and then he goes uh, goes outside, sees a bunch of dogs barking at him, so he grabs a gun, because apparently he has a gun. Um, and then he finds Erica dead, facing the wall, like the end of the first film. In his little... In room. a closet. Yeah, yeah I, I'm, I'm, like, where he keeps his coats or something, I don't
1: know. Yeah. But in a closet, yeah, she's dead, in a, just in a knickers... Facing the wall.
0: And this might surprise you, but then this leads to Tristan randomly showing up and saying more random shit. Yeah. About things being backwards, and then that's when they realise maybe we should rewind the tapes and see what happens.
1: Yeah, no, it's not. No, she, she turns up. Um, so the red herring's dead. We, we know it's not Erica. Um, so Tristan pops up, starts talking a load of shit about stuff, and mentions the word backwards. Mm. And then Kim goes, guys, why don't we? Why don't we play it backwards? <laughs> and they're like, why? That's so silly. What made you think of that, Kim? And Kim's like, I just, I just have a feeling. Just go with it. Just go with it. Just play it backwards. Play the film backwards. And they're like, it ain't doing anything. Oh, and then they have to do something else. Well, like they're like, half the speed. or something. Yeah, Jeff. Oh, Jeff, something says, telling me. Jeff
0: says. Jeff says the exact thing the entire audience is thinking whilst watching this film oh my god I wrote this down this makes no sense this makes no sense <laughs> it's like yeah, yeah we I wrote, know
1: I wrote this down I should have fucking highlighted the
0: most logical bit of dialogue in the film
1: underlined yeah in big bold letters this makes no
0: sense <laughs> so they mess around with them and then they finally get it to work and we get to see an orgy So, yeah, so if
1: this film finally works and we finally realise what happened when they blacked out (laughs) in between them partying and smoking weed and the paper flying down from the sky, this is what happened. Who the fuck knows who filmed it? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, absolutely no idea who fucking filmed this sequence because they're all in, you know, the sequence. They've all... Got their fucking asses hanging out. Yeah. They are all naked, having an orgy. Um, yeah.
0: And they killing, started ripping all the paper up, throwing it in the air.
1: Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. But it's <laughs> it still falling stays down. stays up there. Yeah. It's still falling and down when it got to daylight. Snow. um Smashing up the cameras. We finally see the parts of the puzzle. Yeah. Of the, f- the flashes of violence that were in earlier in the film. So they're really badly lit.
0: Well, uh, we we get to see those a little later. This just does the orgy for now. Oh, does it? That... Yeah, oh. and reveals the tapes being hidden, which makes absolutely no sense because if they're hiding the tapes, what are they fucking filming it on? Yeah. If they you know, smashed up all the cameras, they're hiding the tapes, but someone is still filming this. And also, why are they hiding the tapes? <laughs> Because that's what they did in the original Blair Witch. But why,
1: why are they hiding the tapes? What's the point of hiding the tapes when old psychic Sally wakes up the next day <laughs> and knows exactly where they are? Is this just meant to be another fucking red herring that we think it's Kim that's doing the whole thing? I think so. I, because there's no point... Why are you hiding the tapes?
0: Well, Tristan's doing the ritual
1: in the in the footage, ain't she? She is. But the whole plot point is them finding the fucking tapes. Yeah. They've got to find the tapes. Seemingly, whoever this is that's controlling the whole thing wants them to find the tapes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, you know, the cast makes sense, so why should this... Fucking hell. Um... Tristan is then possessed. She's the only one without any marks on her body. And then she starts doing every possessed trope from every other horror film. Yes. She's like, You're all going to fucking die. And oh, I hate you. Blah, blah, blah. blah. Yeah,
1: we realise it's Tristan
0: that's
1: (laughs) been doing it all along.
0: Jeff says, She's the witch, man.
1: (laughs) Yeah, so the idea is that she's been possessed by the Blair witch. Yeah. I'm assuming. Uh she hangs herself, yeah, so what it is is that all this has been sort of the whole Tristan aspect of this is setting them up for her to die, yeah, but to make it look like um Steve Stevens killed her, yeah, so she ties the noose around her neck, they're interrogating her she's Getting filmed by Jeff because Jeff wants it for evidence to show that she's the one that's killed everyone. Or at least killed Erica. Um, And yeah, so it ends up with her hanging from the ceiling.
0: Yeah, and then as soon as she hangs, that's when we get to see the visions of the full angle of the Blair Witch Walk being murdered. Yes. And, uh here yeah, we get some tied to a tree, some throat slit in, blah, blah, blah.
1: Yeah, so it's a lot more violent than the first film.
0: And then it cuts but mean, the the report. first film's not violent at all. No, there's no. There's I mean, no the most case. amount of violence you see is they find some teeth. And that's... Yeah, yeah. So there's a news report of Jeff, Stephen and Kim being arrested. Uh, they say that the Blair Witch Project is the latest horror film to encourage violence.
1: But it's
0: not <laughs> a fucking violent <laughs> film.
1: That's That's
0: crazy. I mean, <laughs> horror films in general. You know, they said that scream encouraged a bunch of murders, but you know, Blair Witch Project did not encourage shit. No, <laughs> Enc- encourage copycat films. That's all. Yeah, that's the only thing that was guilty of encouraging.
1: Yeah, I don't. I don't
0: get. And yeah, I don't get that part.
1: So because they're truly, they're clearly trying to say something about yeah. you know how society sees horror films. Yeah. But it's so shoehorned in. Yeah, it it because Blair Witch wasn't a violent film. Yeah, then it makes no. It makes no sense.
0: Exactly. So they're at the police station, um, where all the flash forwards took place. Uh, They're having their interviews. They show Kim some footage of her killing Peggy, when she was pissed off with her. Yeah. That's what really happened. Turns out she killed Peggy with a nail file. Um, then we get footage of naked Jeff, his arse out again, hiding Erica's body. Yeah. And we get the real footage of, uh, Stephen and the new situation with, um, Tristan hanging. And it's actually her begging him not to do it and he kills her, pushes her off. And then, again, we get a character saying what everyone else is thinking last line of dialogue in this film is Stephen saying, it's fucking bullshit. Because yes, Stephen, yes it is. This film is fucking bullshit. So is the idea...
1: So I don't know. Have the videotapes been manipulated? Or are the characters not remembering... What they do
0: to try and make sense of something that makes no sense. I think they were trying to say they're possessed and they didn't remember doing it. So we're seeing it through their eyes, what they remember, mm. but the, fitty, the the camera footage shows what really happened. They're possessed. They don't remember doing it. I think that's I think that's what they were trying to say.
1: Okay, rather than the tapes have been manipulated by um, the Blair Witch. Yeah,
0: I think they actually did it. Hence, the finding the nail file and shit like that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we get haunted by Poe. I'm not familiar with them. No, no, no. I don't. I don't. It it sounds very much like it belongs on the soundtrack. And then after the credits, we get the whole uh, DVD gimmick thing. Um, It tells you there's a pentagram on the locker that they apparently this is footage they didn't know was on there when they were filming it. Uh, there's a pentagram appear on the locker. There's a face in the window. Uh, it tells you to play it in reverse and then it spells out the words door, rug, grave, mirror and water. And then that's when it takes you back to watch the whole film to look out for these things. No thank you. That's Book of Shadows, Blair Witch 2.
1: Yeah, I wish there was a YouTube video of someone pointing these things out. There probably
0: I... is somewhere. Uh, yeah. So that's that. Yeah, so... Blair Witch 2,
1: Book of Shadows. Uh, Is there a Book of Shadows in the film?
0: I do not recall seeing a single book in that film. (laughs) Just saying it out loud. (laughs) That's so true. I didn't even think about that. What? Where's
1: the book of Shadows? Did I miss it? (laughs) There's no Book of Shadows. So, Blair Witch (laughs) 2... Book of Shadows, <laughs> takes everything that made the first film, you know, a success. Mm-hmm. Everything that made it scary and effective. And throws it out the window and gives us a fucking hot mess. hmm A confused teen, not even a slasher film, because no one even... It's not even a slasher no. film, really. Um, but a teen supernatural horror film, if you call it horror. Um, and just... It's just insulting to the audience. Yeah. And it's because it's... We're going to throw out any old shit, slap the words Blair Witch on it... Mm-hmm. Slap the words Book of Shadows on it. <laughs> and we're going to expect you to watch it. Yeah. Yeah, it pretty much. Just, it's the first film was groundbreaking in its simplicity.
0: The first one was scary. It, it was scary. It was terrifying. It built tension. I remember when, I don't know if you have any memories of when it was first released, but I remember the first film being released. And like the playground buzz about the boobies in this film, it was playground buzz about the fact that this was a real film. Yes. You know, everyone of any age knew this fucking film existed. They knew it was meant to be real. People would fucking go into the cinema thinking they were watching these real people go missing. Um, I remember my parents had it on videotape. They invited family members around to watch it because it was such a big buzz and it was it was a horror film that brought people together to enjoy horror. Mm. You know, in the same way The Exorcist would have done or The Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It's, like you said, it's a milestone and it's a film that made people appreciate horror again because was something yeah. fresh, new and, and original. It, and it wasn't graphic. No. So it didn't you didn't need it, it yeah. you know. It didn't need to be graphic. No. It was, you know, this is a film of people in the woods for an hour and a half, running around in circles, finding random shit, and it works because of that, because you're thinking this is real. Yeah. You know, it was, I mean, the, the buzz around the ending, that was the biggest buzz of all. Because, yeah. I mean, obviously, with Found First films, the endings are the most important part, and that had the most terrifying, terrifying ending. It still gives me shivers when I watch it to this day because it doesn't make any sense. But it's not, it doesn't make sense as in, like, the same way as Book of Shadows doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense because it's a mystery. It gives you that mystery as why was he standing in the corner? What was he doing? Was he dead? Was he under a spell? Was he yeah. possessed? You don't know and that's why it's so effective. Sometimes the scariest things are the ones you're led to
1: create in your own head. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have films don't have to give you everything. Yeah. They they don't and that's what this film does. It it thinks that up in the violence, you know, or upping the red herrings mm. and upping the nudity uh, and all that is going to
0: help. It doesn't. It's fucking awful. It doesn't. It, you, you go from a film where, you know, the scariest thing is a man standing in a corner. And then you get this sequel where, within the first five minutes, you're getting throat slashed. You know, people tied up and people banged over the head with shit. no. You don't need, you know, obnoxious, in-your-face Marilyn Manson songs. You don't fucking need it. It's not... It's not what the first one was going for. No. No, and it's not a fun film either. It's not a fun film to watch. I mean, there are some laughable parts. Yeah. But, you know, as we said, the miscarriage scene kind of takes a lot of that away. It's weird.
1: Weird. Very confused. Very muddled film. I, I feel like too many people... were having an opinion on its creation. Mm. I think the studio wanted something quick, thrown out there to make money. Yeah. It did make money.
0: Like I was saying to you earlier, I remember when the first film was released on videotape, uh, VHS, back in the day, one of the gimmicks about it was that VHS contained a trailer of Blair Witch 2. So... They'd started filming... they filmed enough of this film to create a trailer before the first one was even released on home media. Yeah. That is fucking bizarre. Yeah, and it's, it's just throwing it out there... Yeah. ...to make money. And it made money. it made money. It
1: made money. It made money, but it made money off the back of the first film. Yeah. And that's why they didn't try to make a third film again, because this had such, uh, you know, a bad rep mm-hmm. and bad reviews that they knew a third film would flop yeah. based on, you know, the critical performance of this film.
0: Which I think it did when it was released. I mean, you know, it, it was a better film than this, but it, I think it was a box office failure. I mean, they've got the... Yeah. you know. I mean, now it's gone as far as a game of Blair Witch. You know, I mean, and that sort of thing, that works.
1: But I, I, like I said earlier, I think by the time the Blair Witch third film came out, the found footage had sort of died down. Yeah. Um, that was near the end of
0: when it was dying down because, I mean, obviously you yeah. had the resurgence with paranormal activity. That lasted quite a while. Um, I th- yeah, I think Blair Witch was coming off the back of that, like, really, at the back end.
1: Yeah, and I think by that point we'd been thrown so much shit mm. that people maybe would just thought it's just another shitty found footage film. Yeah.
0: Which, I mean, originally it was, but again, studio interference of that one, they made them turn it into a Blair Witch film to make money. Yeah. Yeah, so that is, uh, do you have any memories of when the first one was released? No, I didn't watch it until,
1: do um, I, I, you know what, I'd never really heard of it. Um, the first one? No, um, yeah. The until, Blair Witch Project, nineteen ninety-nine. years later. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. People didn't talk about it in school or anything. Really? That no, I know of. Oh, mine did, yeah. I don't know. Um, it's a, been a long time ago, but I don't... See, I distinctly remember people talking about Scream mm. in school. Yeah. And Scream 2. I it, distinctly it was remember always, that.
0: For me, it was always Scream, American Pie and Blair Witch Project. That was yeah. always the top three people were talking about. Oh, and The Mummy. The Mummy as well. Oh, the Brendan Fraser yeah. The Brendan Fraser film. Everyone was like, oh, it's the scariest film ever. <laughs> oh, God. I don't, no, I don't. I don't
1: really recall people talk. I don't think people talk about films, th- films that much mm. in school. I, I don't. It was a long time ago. Ex, you know, um, it was a very long time ago. But I didn't. I didn't watch the original Blair Witch until I think I was like sixteen. Oh okay. Sixteen, yeah. It was on uh, on TV, and I thought, "Oh, I'll give this a watch." Home alone. Switch the lights off. And uh, I thought it was fucking scary. Yeah? Yeah, I, I thought it was, yeah.
0: Well, at least we have always got the original and the other sequel. I don't think they need to do anything else of it now. Leave it alone. I didn't think they need to do anything after the first film. And I, I, I
1: genuinely mm. and honestly can say that I don't feel like Blair Witch
0: even needed a No, sequel. I do agree. I do agree. It, yeah, it should have been on its own. Yeah, so that's Book of Shadows, Blair Witch Two. Um, I mean, I'm really curious to hear what everyone thinks about it because people seem to have really,
1: and I don't know if people have a nostalgia attached yeah. to it. I mean, there's there's a few films that people say are iffy that I've got a a nostalgia attached
0: to that I enjoy. Oh yeah, I mean um, so. There's plenty of films we enjoy, people don't enjoy, you know, and vice versa. But, you know, let us know. I mean, surely, I'm, I'm sure we're not the only people. I know, um, you know, my friend Luke, he, he hates it as well. Um, I believe Xander didn't like this. If he's listening, he could uh, drop us a message and let us know. But, um, yeah, I, I know a lot of people that didn't like it, but then there seems to be this resurgence now where people think it's quite good. I, I don't get it myself. It's like uh, Escape from LA and Go to the Mars people think those are good films, but Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um it's yeah, relative, so, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, you know You know, everyone's got their own opinion. It's
1: just yeah, it's our opinion, it's it's our taste and you know, I I, I would never you know Look down on
0: someone for enjoying no. a film that I didn't no, enjoy. You, you do you, hun. You do you, You, you enjoy man. your Book of Shadows. <laughs> yeah. um, so, Chris, what's next week? Because I've been looking at it this entire time.
1: Next week is the classic Jamie Lee Curtis film, Virus. Yeah.
0: I've had the DVD set in front of me this entire recording session. She's been watching you for the whole time.
1: Yes. Um... Jamie Lee Curtis has described this as the biggest piece of shit movie that she ever starred in. And she starred in Christmas with the Cranks. She starred in Halloween Resurrection. Yes, so you know this shit's bad. Um, so vi- what year did the virus come out? I want to say... 19- 1999.
0: 1999. Oh, well, we're keeping it in the 90s. Yeah. Well, I mean, this is too fast, but if I look, it's a fucking 90s.
1: Yeah, so... I I'm not even I sure, I don't know what the fuck it's about. I have no, no idea what it's about. It looks about. like an alien ripoff. It looks like an alien ripoff. Yeah. Um it looks shit. We love Jamie Lee. We so, love uh, Jamie Lee Curtis. We'll give it a go. <laughs> and we respect her opinions. Well so. uh let you know. Well we'll give you uh, a... we'll give you a rundown next rundown. week. Rundown.
0: Yeah. That's what I was looking for. <laughs> so thank you for listening. If you were listening on iTunes, and give us a rate review and subscribe. Um, someone said they gave us a review on there a while back, and it's not appeared. So I don't know if it's working properly, but give you know give it a go. Um, like and follow on everything else. Uh, social media: We are Horracle Trash over on Facebook and Instagram. Horracle Trash on Twitter. I'm Deadlight Gaz ninety two on Letterboxd. Gazmo two o five on Instagram, Grass Cruise ninety two on Twitter.
1: I am Chris Barker eight two three on Letterboxd Instagram and Twitter.
0: And until next week, don't go in the Burkittsville, Maryland woods. You might be subject to a Limp Biscuit tribute band and some rituals. <laughs> same time, same place next week. Bye.